everybody. Here we go. In case of emergency, the exits are here, 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 anywhere. Keep your hands and arms inside the carpet. We Name is Hades, Lord of the Dead. Hi, how you doing? We dance, we kiss, we schmooze, we carry on, we go home happy. What do you say? Come on. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to the Disney Guys Uncensored. My name is Andrew DeFusco, and this is episode number 17, recorded on July 15th, 2019. On tonight's episode, we'll be discussing some ways to stay cool and beat the heat. Um, since it's that time of the year, it's hot down, it's hot up here, it's hot down there. Uh, but um, tonight, as always, uh, Bub, how you been? Oh, you know, man, trying to stay cool out there. Uh, it's going to be a balmy 98 degrees on Saturday and Sunday this week. And in fact, anyone up here in the New England region, there is a heat index warning of unsafe activity outside if you're outside for any period of time on Saturday. So please, please be cautious out there, folks. No, that was just a day for us. <laughs> Jay, um, I, I, I feel like a lot of times we, we run over a lot of things that you want to talk about. But I'm going to give you the floor here and let you just go to town on what you did this weekend. Because to me, it was exciting. It's not a boyhood dream for me, but it would be. It, I'll be honest. I would love to go see him. Jay, what did you do this weekend? So for Christmas for my my youngest, my 12 year old, we decided to do something that she's been talking about wanting to do for a long time, and we surprised her at Christmas with it. We got her front row tickets to a Weird Al concert. And That's I'll awesome. say this, it was not just exciting for her. Because <laughs> I've never seen him either. So you so, really got him for yourself, and you just invited her along. Extent. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I won't deny that. It's like when I bought my kid the, the Nintendo Hot Wheels last weekend. That, that was really for me, but he benefited. Right, right, exactly. And as parents, that's the way we do things sometimes. We do things for our kids that we would love to do. So, yeah, this was what they called the Strings Attached Tour. So what it was, was it was him doing his normal spiel, except he had a full orchestra behind him doing the music for it, not just tracked or, you know, just the guys with the guitars and drums and stuff, his normal band. This was a full orchestra backed. And what we, what we actually got was the full VIP meet and greet package, which meant um, that we got to, we got front row seats. Of course, We've got the VIP area afterwards where we got to meet and get a picture with Weird Al, which also got us a poster, a a personalized for that particular venue poster, and a piece of the sheet music from the performance that day. That's, that's pretty cool. Yes, it, folks, Jay is the John Hammond of concert tickets, folks. <laughs> <laughs> he spares no expense. <laughs> it, I will say it was quite a bit. It was more than what I would normally pay. I've, as I've gotten older, I've gone to more concerts than I did when I was younger, believe it or not. And this 
was by far the most expensive I've ever done because most of what I see is typically your hard rock guys, and I usually don't pay more than about 50, 60 bucks a ticket. Yep. This, yeah, this yeah, was well. easily three times that much. <laughs> oh, that's not bad if it's only three times. It was about 300 a piece for the tickets. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's. Yeah, Andrew knows all about that. <laughs> you know what I do know all about, Bob, is that this week started the training. And what I'm talking about is um, the Run Disney event that uh, is coming up, uh, Star Wars Run Disney event. And we talked about this a while back on some of the earlier episodes, so I don't know the details, but registration starts tomorrow which means for all you guys out there and gals, probably today when you're listening to this, July 16th is Run Disney registration. So rundisney.com. If you want to register for the Star Wars uh, half marathon. So this is no joke. This is 13.1 miles. Um, it takes place between January and March, $59. And like I said, you can pretty much do it at your pace. If you want to do it in four intervals, two intervals, or hey, if you want to stretch yourself and go for you know, just run the straight half marathon. You can do that too. Um, for me, my training has begun. My ultimate goal, stretch goal, would be to do it in in one out in. Um, if not, two out ins would be a good goal for myself. But um, yeah, so I mean, like I said, reminders: you get a bib. Um, you know, like your little race bib. You get a nice, cool Star Wars medal when you finish, uh, and a certificate and things like that. So it's more of a self motivating thing more than anything. Um, but um. One other thing I want to touch on is that we started um, recording our pre-show content. So, you know, we spend about 20 to 30 minutes every pre uh, every episode before we start recording that kind of talks about prep work, what's going on in our lives that we don't share on the show, more stuff. So we're going to start posting those on Patreon for our listeners um, on there to, to have a listen and just uh, more content that we're trying to provide you guys. But speaking of content providing, Bob. This was a busy week we had about this. What? Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, listen, I got a couple things to cover before we go into our content concerns for the week. Uh, one thing I've noticed, uh, some vitriol directed at live-action remakes and, and sequel movies in general. It's not just a Disney problem as much as it's an industry problem with sequels right. and whatnot. Yep. Um, but I want to specifically talk about the live-action reimaginings that Disney's doing. And we all know it's Lion King week. It's British Open week. It's the end of Wimbledon uh, on Sunday. By the way, great match between Federer and Djokovic. Went five sets. It was great. Andrew was very upset he didn't watch it because his boy Djokovic won. But anyway, I digress. I, I'm going to implore you all from this point forward to just compartmentalize that the animated classics are still going to be there if you don't enjoy a live-action reimagining. <laughs> you can still go back and watch the original Lion King if you don't like the fact that they've changed some of the things, or Aladdin's a little bit different, or Beauty and the Beast did this, or Dumbo didn't have Jim Crow or Timothy Mouse, yeah. which actually really bothered me initially. And then I had an awakening saying to myself, you know what, these are people just trying to reimagine, and it's very hard yeah. to shoot a... a animated feature live action because you can do so much more with animation it's yeah. so limitless it's you're only limited by what your imagination is in actuality so it's very difficult to obviously get timothy mouse and and a jim crow i mean could you have done it sure but that's not what they went for with dumbo i quite enjoyed the new dumbo i, I caught it uh, a couple weeks ago 
and I didn't really talk about it, but I really, really hope people understand that these live action remakes are really reimaginings of stories that you love. And you can always go back and watch the, the animated classics and uh, stay tuned for random house of mouse. Uh, we actually have some things we're going to talk about in terms of live action reimaginings. Um, Andrew, before I get going, who's your smoking hot take for the British Open this week? Who, who, who are you taking? Oh, boy. You know, it, it's hard because golf is so different. I don't want to get into it. I just don't want a whole podcast about that. But there's so many good golfers nowadays. It's not like before. But yeah, they're Rory, all robots. I, they are. Uh, Rory's <laughs> been looking pretty good. He's having a good year. He's kind of back in his home country. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to see Rory win. Um, he'd be my, 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 I, I'd like to see win. I mean, of course, Tiger, but, you know. But Roy, let's go Roy. Now, my now I'm going Brooks Kepka again. I'm just going to pick Brooks Kepka for the machine. rest of the year. Now, that now, guy's awesome. I love he him. Could but be a robot. Right. No, he he might be. He might be. But man, when he's <laughs> on, he just murders the ball. It's so fun to watch. Crazy. Um, so guys, you will notice some things this week uh, that we've changed and that we've added to our social media activism and. Maybe it's not activism, social media activity, because <laughs> we're certainly not activists on social media. Um, so what we did is we created a Twitter. Uh, our Twitter handle is the Disney Guys Uncensored, obviously. Uh, we have an Instagram. Uh, it's also the Disney Guys Uncensored. I guess currently I am the proprietor of those two things. <laughs> ultimately, ultimately, bear with us. We're not really using them yet. It's just kind of we're getting things moving for, for later on. I would say, uh, I know Jay, uh, we do have the YouTube channel now. And again, we don't have anything on the YouTube channel yet, but that is at the Disney guys uncensored as well. Uh, we've talked about some things we're going to do there and we do yep. want you to stay tuned, but we'll release all the information as it becomes available. Again, we just felt like if we're going to be serious about this and we're going to keep doing this, we not necessarily need to take the next step, but we needed to make sure that we had all of our ducks in a row. Absolutely. So, uh, in that regard, Andrew discovered something that our Facebook group, and again, we appreciate all 159 of you, I think is the latest count we had. Thank you so much. Um, We couldn't necessarily post as the Disney guys uncensored. So if we were at another Disney site, we were posting as myself or posting as Andrew or posting as Jay, and we'd have to, you know, leave what amounts to a very uh, tasteless or tactless, you know, oh, we're from the Disney guys on censored. And it was like, well, come on, we're, why, why are we doing this this way? So we did create a business page that we can use to post things as the Disney guys uncensored. To avoid confusion, we did rename the group the Disney guys Ohana. Now, I, it's a little suspect sounding, but we threw a lot of things out there about how we wanted to go about it and why we chose Ohana. And we said it in the post uh, on the web, on the Facebook page is ohana means family we want you guys to think of it as a family that you guys while not necessarily related to us you guys give us your time every week you listen to us you give us your feedback you're interacting with us and we want you to know that you're as much a part of the show as we are sure we're the ones driving the bus and you know giving some talking points but at the end of the day you guys are the reason we do what we do and we wanted to thank you for that and that's why we kind of made the ohana name kind of stick out as what we wanted to do yeah, no, I, Fo- I, yeah, right. So following that up, we've kicked around the, an idea that I think we've had on the back burner for a little bit that we wanted to do almost a listener's choice show. And we've never really fleshed out what it was. But what we want to know, I guess, is there something that we're missing? Is there something we're not talking about 
on episodes that we've done in the past or something you guys want us to hear about. I know a couple of guys that I've talked to want us to do a cruise line episode or Ooh. or a foreign or a foreign parks episode. I know Andrew's big on that. He wants to do one. But a lot of people want to know about Disneyland Paris or, or, or Shanghai or even Disneyland and some of the rides that they offer as opposed to Walt Disney World. So that's on the back burner. And I know uh, there was one in particular instance that stuck out to me because I think of myself as almost a Disney purist at heart, more so than Andrew. And I don't mean that in, in, an, in an angry way or a begrudging way towards Andrew. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm much more a traditionalist. And, and I really feel I push the non-IP rides. I want original content. Oh, but I'm also, there, yeah. no, I'm also a realist to know that that doesn't drive business anymore. This isn't 1971. Yep. I get that. And the money they spend on all these franchises... It's not going to be that way anymore. And Jay, I know you're stuck somewhere in the middle. You really love the classics. You admire the classics, but you want to see other things and newer technologies too. Sure. So we're all kind of in the middle. For me, though, a certain guy, a certain friend of mine, Josh Winpenny, he's, he's new to the show. He was listening to episode one. And he, he instantly messaged me saying, dude, I can't believe you guys. You talk about these must-dos and not one of you talked about it's a small world. And I don't know that it was. I don't know that it was by design. I stand, I stand by it. No, I don't know that it was by design. We didn't talk about it. It's a small world. I think it's just such a given and such a landmark attraction that I, I almost feel like it's an understood that we didn't need to bring it up. But but Josh, you're absolutely right. It is a must do for me. I love the ride. My kids love it. My wife loves it. My parents love it. I and mean, everyone I know, with the exception of Andrew, loves the ride. And I think a lot of it is because <laughs> the boat it's a boat ride. ride. It's a boat ride. So. It's so water. This thing, this thing gets boat rides. But again, for those of you that are concerned about things you've missed or want to reach out to us, we hear you. We, we are listening. We try to answer any emails or comments you guys leave us as quickly and as efficiently and as effectively as we can. So please, please stay tuned. We have a lot of cool things coming up later this year that I know we're all really excited about. Things we can't talk about because we're still finalizing some details. And I know you both know what I'm talking about on that one. I know I'm very excited about it. But ultimately, we do have a lot of things coming down the quote-unquote proverbial pike. We want you to know we're listening and we hope you're enjoying what you're hearing. Yeah, absolutely, Bob. And just like you said, you know, we're excited. A lot of people said, well, you guys are going to run out of content. What are you guys going to do? We have a very deep Rolodex of information we want to provide all of you guys. We are here for the long haul. We're constantly trying to make these things better and improving for you. So, like I said, that is a 100%. We're here. We're not going uh, We're not going anywhere. Nope. So, uh, with that with that being said, I think we, want, we have a lot of news this week additionally. So, why don't we head on over to uh, the news? Welcome, come one, come all to the Disney News Desk. All right. First thing on our list today is the main Tomorrowland sign or marquee, whatever you want to call it, on the bridge that leads into the area was removed this week. It is set to be rebuilt with an all-new look and color scheme. Galaxy's Edge Rise of the Resistance now finally has an uh, opening date of December 5th. Which is actually two days after my oldest girl's birthday. And and it's Walt's birthday, guys. So that's pretty cool. That is cool. Exactly. 
So now that solidifies Jay and I can possibly go there in January to take it right. all in and maybe Bob and might be trying to convince Bob. We got to make sure and set that date down in stone so we can get it taken care of. Yeah, we'll do that soon. All right. So the guest experience started at Animal Kingdom on July 14th. The, they are already stationed across Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Yeah, so those that's that's the team uh, of cast members that's stationed in the park where if if you're people like my mom who don't have smartphones, um, they can you can go to them, they can help you book fast passes, um, switch things up, get you some, you know, wait time. So it's 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 pretty much people with tablets that can help do stuff for you on the My Disney Experience app. Right, right. So the permit was filed. The new walkway, if built, would allow guests to walk from the Grand Floridian over to the Magic Kingdom without the monorail. This is not official, but with a permit filed, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Yeah, you know, this is interesting, right? Um, you know, a few things on this. So as you know, it, it's it's... There's no connection now. There's some waterways. It's difficult. I think it's about a mile and a half walk, right? So maybe maybe I'm overthinking this. And I was talking to Bub offline about this earlier today. But to me, it's it's interesting, right? If you have the choice of walking or the monorail, which is attached to your hotel, you know, I guess the only thing that we were saying is is that the monorail early in the morning, if you're trying to get to the park open, could get very busy, right? Um, but I can't imagine and if you're going. It's at, one of those things that you know. If, yeah, if, you're, going, if you're going at like off-peak hours, I just can never see why you would want to walk. Sure. You know. Um, well, also, if you use uh, training for a marathon, you might want to run it too. <laughs> well, you know. Um, but also, that means now that the Polynesian is technically walkable as well, because you can walk from the Polynesian to the Grand Floridian. So. Right. For those guys that really want to walk probably two miles, um, you could walk from the Polynesian all the way to the Magic Kingdom now. Sure. Or or you could take the boat that everybody loves. That's right. All right. In other news, Blizzard Beach is uh, set to close September 8th through September through early of 2020 for some extended refurbishment. Yeah, that's about this a is- month longer than uh, normal. Than they, than they normally close it for. They're actually, they normally close in about October for this. Yeah, so this isn't the so. typical clean-in. They're definitely going to be refurbing a couple of things here. Well, they've had issues with Blizzard Beach now for a couple of years. Yeah. They've had yeah. extended closures in, in different parts of the park, plumbing-related and, and, and whatnot. So that's something that you really got to keep an eye on. New slides, you know, they've not added new slides to that park ever, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do research, but I don't think they've added anything. Well, do they need to? Oh, they have it. They have, they have a Typhoon Lagoon. I think the last time uh, they added the roller coasters one, or is that the uh, well, that's that a Typhoon Lagoon? That's, that's that's that typhoon. Yes, yeah. Typhoon Lagoon's gotten three yeah. or four new slides since they opened, but Blizzard Beach has kind of just been Blizzard Beach, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, well, if you look at the layout of Blizzard Beach, it's kind of confined in terms of what we can't they can and can't add they would have to expand outward beyond yeah, what they fine. have so yeah, i can mean, knock I, down the mini golf courses yeah right <laughs> oh you made two times there though which you yes you can get two times for them but right don't want to do that now all right 
So Disney re has released a summer uh, summer special offer available for Disney Visa members and uh, for the Walt Disney Resort hotel stays. Offer va uh, valid for stays between July 15th and September 28th. Must be a minimum two-night stay and have a two-day two base ticket. Art of Animations and All-Star Sports is a 25% discount. Port Orleans Riverside is a 20% discount. Coronado Springs, Grand Destino Tower, and Waterview Rooms, 30%. Animal Kingdom Lodge and Saratoga Springs, 35%. Oh, that's a steal. That really is. Well, it is. That's what we're saying, though. If you had paid for the dining plan, you couldn't get this deal. If you, if you get the free dining, you can't get this deal. It's one or the <laughs> other. But Animal it, Kingdom is usually th at thirty percent, so to get Animal Kingdom at thirty-five is a pretty good deal. Well, this is again though it's specific to Visa Disney Visa members. This Correct. might be a special deal they've worked out. Ah, well, with, I mean, with the Visa card, and again, extra five percent to thirty-five percent off at AKL and and, and Saratoga Springs is, is a legit discount. Uh, uh, and even the thirty percent at a brand new, like literally opened a week ago, right. Grand Casino Tower like Waterview Rooms, incredible. Oh, yeah. That is that is pretty. You're right, absolutely. I'll tell you what, just go sign up for the Visa card, and then and then if you're going to go during this time. <laughs> that, that's, that's actually, it seems worth it, actually. <laughs> if you're planning on going, don't just yes. dig. It's, it's a lot of money to do all of this initially. But, <laughs> so. On September 29th of this year, the Skyliner will take flight, officially transporting guests around Walt Disney World Resorts. Woohoo! I mean, I... I I'm excited. I'm honestly shocked it's not sooner, but um, maybe well, they want. So to this wait. seems like they probably want to get it all open at once because I'm I, actually yeah. surprised they're not going to have the studios ones open for when Galaxy's Edge opens. But okay. right, that, that's I why mean, I'm shocked. Yeah, never say never. You never know. Yeah. Well, I know. Like I said, I think I've mentioned this before, and I know Drew saw this too. When I went back in March. It was pretty close to being done then, even. I mean, I think what happened is they just had areas that they were just kind of either waiting to get finished or waiting to work on or just putting on this, those special Disney magic touches. But for the most part, from what I could see, even in March, there wasn't a whole lot left to do. Yeah, no, I, and, and I don't want to get into this too in depth, but I, I saw a lot of people, I think there was one or two comments on our page um, about the heat and the the safety of it and you know i i don't know i i just don't see it being that big of an issue to be honest um believe me disney has thought of it it's there's short rides 10 minutes around the tops and you know i i think i think you just are gonna be fine i i just don't see it as being a, a huge you know 112 degree heat bots <laughs> I don't know. You see some of the heat that got down there the last couple of weeks. Uh, I, yeah, I'd be hesitant to take the Skyliner, but I'm not necessarily worried too too much about it. Yeah. The animation, the um, animation experience at the conservation station is now open. Also, Rafiki's Planet Watch, the Af Affection Station, and the Wild Express all return to operation with small enhancements in celebration of the Lion King. New automated automated spiel can be heard on the Wildlife Express explaining Walt Disney's connection with nature and the Lion King music plays throughout the area. Centrico's at the Grand Floridian is rumored to be changing to Victorian Albert's Bistro. Very little information is currently known, but the flagship resort seems to be 
square in the crosshairs for a major reimagining. Perhaps time for a grand reopening of Walt Disney World's 50th <laughs> anniversary. Perhaps yeah, I was. Yeah, ahead, stretch take the timeline takes it into the 30th anniversary two years later in 2023. Right. So, Jay, that's the question for me because we've all heard the rumors about Grand Floridian and, and Bob Chapik. Yeah. Right. The, not a fan of the oh boy, how do I, the oldness feel the of the decor resort. or whatever it's, you want to yeah. It's very old fashioned sounding. They've it already, is. they've already uh, taken care of Meisner's Lounge. That's going to be the, the Beauty and the Beast. Uh, right. library bar now then now they're kind of making a citricos which i think is a good play because ultimately victoria and albert's is the restaurant on property let's be honest we haven't really gotten into it too much on the show but it really is a a top of the line dining experience to make that almost like an offshoot bistro i think it'll get more people to experience yeah. that victoria and albert feel Without maybe the price tag, I could be wrong. We have no idea. Like Jay I mean, if, said about if, if they're what just the menu adding, will be or anything, but yeah, I mean, if they're just adding the word bistro, I I don't see what it's going to do for it. Like you said, if they're changing, no, 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 the no, 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 no. Without adding the bistro, what do you mean? They're, no, 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 no. You're not. You're misunderstanding here. They're actually taking Citricos, which isn't part of Victoria and Alberts, uh, and okay. making it the Victoria gotcha. and Alberts bistro. So right. that's why I'm concerned. Gotcha. Maybe the pricing's a little bit different. Maybe they have a, a more of a set menu than what Victoria and Alberts normally has, but gives you the same upscale yeah. feel. Gives you the you inside know? look. Right. So ultimately, we won't know. It's, it's very little information. And I, we've all heard the rumors that they're going to redo the rooms too. So I would be very interested. I don't know that they get it done for the 50th. That was purely speculative on our end, and so is the 30th anniversary bit too we, of the resort itself. That resort opened in... Oh, I don't even know, man. 1989, I guess, or so, give or take. Yep. So, you know, that's it's pretty cool stuff. So, with this pack last, ugh, sorry, with this past weekend in mind, Endgame sits at two billion seven hundred and eighty-one million two hundred and twelve thousand four hundred and fifteen, or. Only six million seven hundred and fifty-two thousand six hundred and seventy-two off of Avatar's high score. Well, I say high score, highest grossing movie <laughs> ever. Seems like we may just get there. We'll keep you posted in the next couple weeks. No, here's the thing. I could care less if it passes Avatar. I, I really don't care. And when you break it down, there's two schools of thought here. One, Avatar took a very long time to get to that number. Right. And Endgame would do it much faster. Uh, adjusted for inflation, though, it's not even close. And knew that one of them right. is even remotely in the ballpark of Gone with the Wind. But God, ultimately, no. ultimately, yes, it looks as if Endgame may actually get there. It's got a, a home video release, though, within like the next three weeks. So I don't know how much longer it's going to play in theaters. But it did another two two and a half million dollars and, and change this uh, this past weekend. So. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but that's going to wrap up the news this week. Uh, there's a lot of it. There's some good stuff there. And um, let's move on over to the topic of the week. So, so what we're going to do here tonight is we're going to do a little bit two different things. So the first half of this is we're going to talk about um, the two water parks, both Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, we're going to try to do it brief, high level, and um, 
get into some of our favorite parts of it. And then the second half, we're going to try to do something similar to what we did a few episodes ago with the Hidden Treasures, where we're going to go round robin style and talk about our favorite ways or the best ways to stay cool in Walt Disney World. So when you're in those parts and it's 100 degrees out and you're sweating, what are some ways to cool down and just kind of relax? So we're going to get into that as well. So we're going to start off with uh, Blizzard Beach, and I think Bob's going to tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, Blizzard Beach, uh, according to Disney legend, a freak snowstorm in the area led to the development of Florida's first and only ski resort. Naturally, the snow did not last long, and it left behind a collection of waterlogged yet snowless ski jumps and chairlifts. So, to me, yeah, it's a cute story. You know, the the quote-unquote developers were talking to each other, saying, what are we going to do? We're going to cut our losses. We're not going to make the ski resort. And they hear this, Yahoo! And there's this crazy blue alligator sliding down the, the rapids with a red scarf and a gold inner tube. Now, the question I've always had is, where in God's name did an alligator get a red scarf and a gold inner tube? That's besides the point. How did he grab it without popping it? Right, exactly. But anyway, uh, they do call Blizzard Beach the most slushy, slippery, exhilarating water park anywhere. And I don't disagree. It's a a great time. Uh, What do you got? 12 slides, uh, quite a few food stops that serve general fare like like we've talked about. You know, counter service uh, burgers, fries, chicken tenders, stuff like that. There's a gift shop where you can pick up sundries suntan lotion towels uh, bathing suits i guess if you need to which is odd that you're in a water park without a bathing suit but that's neither here nor there uh it's located very close to animal kingdom and the all-star resorts uh, like we mentioned earlier we'll be closing earlier than normal this year but normally has a yearly refurb from october to january looks like it's going to be from about september 8th to probably into january almost february um you know, opened on uh, April 1st, 1995, so it's been around for a few years now, and I think they need to show it some love, so I'm excited about that. One thing I do particularly love about the park is all the water areas are heated to a balmy 80 degrees, uh, with the exception of the melting snow in the ice caves. So if any of you have ever been on the Cross Country Creek Lazy River here, which is one of the better Lazy Rivers I've ever been on, the water falling off of the quote-unquote melting snow from the top of the caves into the river below is freezing. <laughs> but it is refreshing <laughs> as hell on a hot day, let me tell you. And that's, oh, yeah. that's the theme of tonight's show. It's very refreshing for that cold water. So uh, we just want to go over a couple of our personal favorite rides. I'm going to throw it to Drew and let him tell you about his favorite or Absolutely. Uh, his most memorable ride. Well, it could be my favorite. So, I mean, I'm talking about the most iconic water slide at the park, by far, probably of the two water parks, called the uh, the <laughs> Summit Plummet. And what that is, is it, it is one of those straight down free fall um, drops. It's 120 feet. It's the third tallest in the world um, and, and definitely one of its fastest. So it's definitely one of those that you're going to get up at the bottom and your batch is going to be heard and you're going to say <laughs> that, that that was more painful than enjoyable mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those things that the adrenaline's rushing so fast that the pain just goes away it doesn't matter now so. 
to be fair, modest maidens beware here, guys. Any of you young ladies out there wearing a two-piece suit to this specific slide, we've seen it happen. It's (laughs) well-documented. You may lose a top. Or you may call it right up. All I'm saying is be prepared for that to happen and cover yourself up. Oh, that's, that's very nice of you, Bob. You're at the uncensored. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought I'd clean that up. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it's, it's, it's a must, must do in my eyes. Um, I mean, that's, it, again, it's one of the landmarks of uh, the park. But yeah, Jay, it's what's, a, uh, it's a good one. what's one of your favorites? So my favorite is going to be the toboggan racers. It's a it's a mat slide for sure. It's eight lane racers. Uh, it's themed as a downhill skill of, ski event. I would say it's probably more of a um, oh shoot bobsled style than ski. But uh, there is no height requirement. You get you go face first on a uh, a mat that take you go down these slides in. The water pressure at the top seems to be lacking a little bit, so it. Maybe, you know, a lack of speed, maybe by design or so, but one or two sets of the slides that incorporates that head-to-head aspects at this park. It's great. This is a style of slide that I love at pretty much every water park I go to. And, of course, because I tend to be one of the heavier people, I tend to be, you know, the first one. (laughs) So you're saying you like it as you win. Right, exactly. (laughs) Fair enough. Oh, boy. Well, for me, I have one that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, Clear mouth. These, yes, fair enough. Or my, my <laughs> tooth, for instance. Uh, so the Ski Patrol training camp is a great time for oh, teens well. and, and, and pre-teens, younger teens, you know, people like that. Uh, they got a zip line that goes into some, you know, nice cool water and iceberg ropes course. And I had a nice assortment of mild slides. One that features, you know, you go on the side and it's like an eight foot jump into the uh, into the water, similar to like an old style like swimming yeah. hole type thing. So you know what I like awesome. about you know what I like about this pub? They, they don't have a lot of a lot of water parks don't have this type of thing, right? You have like the really young guys, and then mm-hmm. you kind of you they miss this tier, you know. Mm-hmm. That's no, what I right. that's what I like about right. it, right? And that's what it is. It's actually designed as like a training center for ski patrol. You know, hashtag uh, you know hot tub time machine. You know, <laughs> hashtag brewskis, you know, but uh, ski patrol, good stuff. I mean, I, I will caution you, however, oh, that boy. a lot of these water parks have steps to get out of the pool built into the side of the wall. Um, lots and lots of steps. And, well, you know, they're slippery because they're underwater and uh, cement's very unforgiving when you fall mouth first. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, I may, I may or may not be speaking from experience here when I 100% slipped up the stairs and uh, landed somehow, didn't get my hands out, but my two front teeth caught me on the concrete step. Oh, it was, um, it hurt like the dickens. And I remember it distinctly because I wasn't bleeding or anything, but I had a new red bathing suit on. Yep. But this is back in like the mid 90s, late 90s ish when like, clothes have lots of dye in them so uh, when uh, i was getting out of the pool it looked like i had been shot but my legs <laughs> but my legs were red nothing else i'm like well i follow my teeth this doesn't make any sense why am i bleeding for my legs and... i'll tell you what you you took it like a champ i will well, say like hell i'll be honest um, hurt, but and, and to your defense 
I think that was around the time those those stairs built in. Kind of new, newer technology. Newer. It was newer new. technology. Well, I'll give you that. You took it like a champ, and um, it's a story that will resonate with you forever. Yeah, I'll never forget it. I remember the exact where I was in the pool. I remember. Like if, I, if if I saw the pool, I would tell you what steps yeah. it was. Yeah. For me to explain it, I, I'm not going to make any sense. But if we were at the ski patrol training camp. I would go over and curse those stairs to this day. And they would probably win that battle. They would win again. I would slip and break my other tooth. It'd be epic. Uh, but enough about Blizzard Beach, because honestly, I, I consider the crown jewel of the Disney water parks. There's only two of them. But River right. Country used to be around. But Jay, hit me with some knowledge on Typhoon Lagoon. Absolutely. This is my favorite of the two parks as well. So the story as it goes for Typhoon Lagoon... A small village nestled along the shores of the sparkling lagoon in the shadow of a great volcanic mountain. Then came the 20th century with its cruise ships and its tourists and the Placid Palms Resort. A furious, unrelenting storm came sweeping through, casting a small fleet of ships by surprise and tossing them about like toy boats for one terrifying hour. But in this storm's wake left a remarkable scene. What used to be the Placid Palms Resort is now the Leaning Palms Resort, almost ready to topple over at any moment. The inhabitants were left with most extraordinary assortment of waterfalls, rapids, pools, surf, and all-around wetness as the world has ever seen. Once the sleepy resort has been turned into Typhoon Lagoon. All right. Well done there. So there's so a total lagoon's a lot of fun. It absolutely is. There's a total of 11 attractions here, but the shall we say the crown jewel of this particular park is the Typhoon Lagoon Surf Pool. It is the world's largest wave pools and including waves that crash down every 90 seconds. In fact, about 2 years ago when my family took a trip down there, I had just purchased one of those um, waterproof bags for phones. And me and my oldest daughter, actually, I have a video on Facebook, and I'll try to find it and post it at some point, of me and my oldest daughter with the wave coming up behind us and crashing on us. It's it's a great video. I love it. I've been wanting to find it and put it up for a while. So I'll definitely I, I go think you need to find it. I, now, I now just, just so we're in the interest of full disclosure here, guys, Jay isn't small. And when he says no. the waves crash over him, these are <laughs> legit. Like, this is a surfing pool. This is incredible. Right, and they even open the park up early some days. They'll open the park early so you can actually surf on these waves. We're not kidding when we see they say they are huge waves. No, it's no joke. That's keep the kids at home for this one, folks. I'll tell you what. Quick story is when when me and my my wife were there before we were married. uh, Yeah, I I mean, I nearly died. I I don't want to, you know, make it a big deal or anything. I nearly uh, died. I I nearly died. I lost a tooth. (laughs) Jay gets pummeled by a wave. You're like, well, I almost died, so suckers. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe there's a reason why we've been trying to hold off in this episode so long. You know, we smell <laughs> the bring it back, some, bring it back some old memories here of us almost dying at water parks. But and I'll tell you what. So so and this is why my favorite ride at Typhoon Lagoon is the most <laughs> relaxing castaway creek. And yeah, that's it's it's as simple as it gets. It's a lazy river. It goes around the park. Um. And, you know, there's not much I can say that will do justice, but 
I think my resident Facebook uh, guy here, Bubba, is going to share a picture with you guys, uh, maybe tonight or tomorrow. We're going to post a picture of the Castaway Creek, and I think it kind of speaks for itself on what it is. And it's just that hidden luxury gem of uh, being out there. And, uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I love it. I love to be able to just relax, sit on one. I wish you to bring a cocktail and just enjoy the flow. Um, so it's funny. I have a distinct memory of this as well. Um, I was actually on this side, and this is, I don't even know when it was. I, I honestly had no recollection of when it was. I want to say it was before I was married. Uh, it may have been on our honeymoon. I'm not positive, but I, I think I was with Megan. I'm pretty sure that she was with me when this happened. We were cruising along in this Castaway Creek and uh, Escape, the Pina Colada song, uh, Rupert oh, Holmes yeah. came on. And I got to tell you, when you're in Typhoon Lagoon and that song comes on, <laughs> you immediately want to go get a margarita or a pina colada and just sit in Castaway Creek. I don't know that it's allowed. Uh, Andrew has been trying to get people to let him drink in, <laughs> in these lazy rivers for as long as I can remember. But no, no takers as of yet. Maybe we need to get to Vegas together for that to happen. Oh, I think yes. they may allow it in Vegas. But... Uh, from now, I'm going to go the complete opposite way from the Lazy River. I'm going to three of the most brutal slides you'll ever ride, folks. Names such as the Stern Burner, the Rudder Buster, <laughs> and my personal favorite, the Jib Jammer. Uh, <laughs> three body slides that plummet uh, down the side of uh, whatever, the, whatever the hell, the Miss Tilly there. <laughs> three stories, twists and turns through rock work. It is out of control they're fun but these are these are body slides they are not forgiving in any way you will need to see a chiropractor after you go on these but isn't that <laughs> half the fun isn't Absolutely. that half the fun you so, go to water parks and you have to see a chiropractor after so, so let me ask you this and this sounds like a perfect facebook poll for tomorrow morning lazy river courtesy are you guys sitting the tube and lounge or are you are you one of the idiots that half your on, body no. in and you're gonna swim it around no, so if I can, I go tubeless a lot of times, and I just take my time, and I just sit there against the wall and relax. Um, but tubeless? I'm a, yeah, tubeless. Yeah, that's right. No, no. I, just, I just go in like a pool and just kind of float around, meander through it. It's fantastic. You should try it sometime. It's a rush. No, I think that's against courtesy of the Lazy River. Well, it's not against courtesy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's not courteous. I'm, I'm, not, tipping, I'm, not, tip, I'm not tipping people over. This isn't the scene from Caddyshack when they let the caddies in the pool for 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Jay, what's, what's your courtesy? Well, that's great, but like, I've, I've gone to many a water park, and especially the, uh, um, the one up in Williamsburg, Virginia. We used to go there on a weekly basis almost when we were living nearby. The one thing I couldn't stand, and it, it, this was both in what they called their Hubba Hubba Highway and the uh, Lazy River, People would just stand and walk at a normal pace. Okay, I can understand going in without the tube and just kind of going with the flow, but holding everybody up by walking at a normal pace, uh, that just irritates the crap oh, out of no, me. Oh, no, that's debaggery at its finest. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> well, no, I, do, I do try to keep the flow with everybody else. I'm not the guy that's standing there like this. But but at least, I'm not standing there. I'm not Captain Underpants. I see what, there. I see what you did there. But You're listen, welcome. I, I feel like a lazy river is you're actually making it like a workout river. All right. So here's the thing, okay? Every time I've gone into a lazy river that's crowded, I can never get a damn float 
So I just end up walking oh, in and enjoying myself, okay? You don't want to wait in line. You just want to get in the water. You just want to get in the water. It's 115 degrees. You cannot play baseball out there. Oh, boy. It's a Sandlot reference. You're welcome. Well, I mean, it's, it's one of those nights. We're getting a lot of references. You know, but speaking of references, how many times of the 17 episodes do you think we have referenced Jurassic Park? I mean, at least here. every episode. I'd have to go back so? and listen. We, we sneak at least one an episode in every week. Un- at least. Un- you know, unknowingly sometimes. Uh, I think sometimes we do it on purpose, but sometimes it just happens. <laughs> That's the greatest movie ever made. So, um, Prove me no, wrong. And, and again, I just wanted to say, guys, there's we could talk about these two water parts for hours and hours and hours. Um, at the end of the day, though, if, if you love the water parts and you haven't been to one of these in the last few years, do yourself a favor. I know I haven't been in the last couple of years. My yes, next do trip, yourself I'm a favor. Go to Aquatica down the street or Volcano Bay. They do it much better. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> well, I mean, what? Yeah, want to, I mean, I, they're both newer. Well, they're let's, both let's newer. Be parts. honest. The slides are better. I, I will tell well, you. Well, Dana Day has it have its own issues right now. It has its own issues. <clears throat> Electric Universal. Universal as a whole is having its own issues right now. Well, listen, we're not a Universal podcast, but suck it, Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure. Suck I, it. I, and I'll tell you what, speaking of Jurassic Park as well, the new ride, it looks very underwhelming to me. Well, that's not happening in Orlando yet. I don't think it's going to be much different. It's the same track. Well, not in Orlando yet, though. It's only in California right now. Yeah, but I don't. they're not modifying the, the Orlando track. They're just going to relay the scenery. No, no, they're not re they're not redoing the Jurassic Park ride at Universal yet. They're building a new roller coaster at Universal Studios. Yeah. That's exactly. Jurassic Park themed. But aren't they well again, No, Universal, no. let's not Universal Hollywood has the Jurassic World overlay on the Jurassic oh, River Cruise. But I thought Orlando was doing the same, are they not? No. Orlando okay. is getting the new roller coaster that who knows, they haven't confirmed it. But believe me when I tell you it's being built. Well, I have far too much time in my hands. Anyway, moving Anyways, on. Let's move on to some. Uh, look, we we talked about these are ways to stay cool. So this could be as something as a, a simple snack to a, an attraction or whatever it might be. Or but, just sitting in your hotel room and cranking the air conditioner to sixty-seven. Yeah, I mean that would work. But yeah, uh, so, so again, we're gonna go round robin. I'm gonna I'll, I'll I'll lead it off and then bump. Follow up, and we'll go to Jay, and then we'll just. Boo! I'll let Jay go second. That's how confident I am. My number one. I'll let Jason go second. I'll go third because well, you guys are not going to take my number one off my list, guaranteed. All right. So my number one go-to every time I go to the park, I always do this. I pack a cooler, especially when you have young kids. You throw fruit, yogurt, whatever the hell you want in there. But but what I pack for myself is a nice face cloth. Take it right from the hotel room. Lots of ice. Eh, you know, maybe put a little water on it, get a little wet so it gets nice in there, nice and frozen. And you can use that sucker all day long, put it around your neck, wipe your face with it, you know, whatever else you need to do. Freshen up down there. It doesn't matter. It's a nice face cloth. <laughs> okay. So if you ever forget your face cloth, what you can do is you can uh, you can go to any gift shop and buy a frosty towel. Um, hey, look at this. Tim Candy, right in my notes. Tim says, um, long-time uh, friend of the show, Facebook guy, he actually said this was the number one thing that he does, so it's funny that it's my number one thing, but um, he recommends that you can actually go on Amazon and buy uh, a bundle of them for six of them, 20 bucks. If not, right. they're going to cost you $16 um, in the part, so that's a chunk of chain. I'd pay probably 
double that because I know how beneficial these things are for me. Uh, sure. Now, the frosty towel works. It's weird. You you wet it, or and and it 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 stays cold, right? So sweat will activate it. Water will activate it. Kind of makes it you know rubbing chemicals on my neck. I, I don't know, but um, that's why I'm always gonna go with the face cloth. But um, if you don't have it. Frosty towel is my number one way to stay. Not number one. It's number one on my list. But um. I've actually got one of those, and it's very weird. It doesn't matter if the water itself you put on the frosty towel is hot or cold. It will feel cold to the touch. It is the strangest thing in the world. But am I right that it's a must-go-to? Sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, nobody denies that it's a must-do. I mean, that's, that's, I mean that's, that's academic. I mean, it has to be done. If you're in, in in any way sweating or need re- refreshment, that is that is a top twenty thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Jay, why don't you give us one of your ways? <laughs> All right. So uh, this one's kind of a given, but there are people that don't realize that you can actually get a free cup of ice water pretty much anywhere in the park. And not only are you staying hydrated, but it's giving you that ice to cool off with at the same time. As long as they've got a fountain at the the particular place, you can ask for a free cup of water and they'll just hand it right over. Now, some of the places where you see like the bottles of water and the big tubs of ice, they're not going to have it. But like I said, as long as they've got the fountain, you can get that cup of water anywhere. Absolutely, I agree. If, if, no, if I ever... think you can actually do it with your refillable mugs too. Well, I think they'll fill the mugs up if you ask them to of the yeah, water. I, I, I think, think they'll so do that too. for you too. I've never tried that, but I bet they probably would. Yeah. So I, if you I, ever I see somebody would. walking around the park with a bottle of water, you can pretty much laugh at them and say you're an idiot because you could have got that for free. Yeah, some people prefer the the, the taste of bottled water to True. tap it water, is tap but water. But, but if it's that hot out, who cares? I mean, yeah. You know? No, again, let's stress that a lot of these things are very uh, good to do, but none of them really last a long time. I mean, <laughs> if it's if it's a hundred degrees, it's a hundred degrees. Hey, I mean, speak for yourself. Right. That frosty towel can withstand any heat. Uh, okay, yeah, and it can help you wash your nether regions too. Got it. Got hey. it. <laughs> Got it. You know what else goes? You know what pairs well with that? A little bit of gold bond. Oh, nothing beats Gold Bond. I use Gold you know, Bond like it's... I'll tell you I, what, I have one that might actually beat that. You give me Gold Bond and a frosty towel and put me in any environment in the world, I'll survive. For how long? You're going to eat That's actually Gold one bond? of my tips for later. <laughs> okay, let's keep it moving. Bob, why don't, why don't you share one with us here? I, I'm going to go outside the box. I was thinking big picture here, and, and I, this is go- I, I'm expecting an official challenge. We'll have to go under the hood on this one, but okay. for me... I'm getting in my car, I'm cranking the AC and the tunes, and I'm driving two hours out to Disney's Vero Beach Resort, and I'm staying there right on Lady Atlantic, jumping in the ocean, and minding my own business for a couple of days. Because to me, and you're saying to yourself, well, that seems crazy. Why would you go to the beach on a hot day like that? But here's the thing. Right on the ocean, it's a beautiful resort, and it's really an hour and a half or so southeast of the parks. So you just jump on uh, whatever it is, 90, and just go all the way down or 87, whatever it is. And, and you just get down there, and it's a beautiful resort. It's this little right – literally, you walk out of the lobby. It is the beach, baby. And for me, nothing beats Lady Atlantic on a hot summer day. So <laughs> that's where you're going to get it. When you do that, do not send your divorce bills to the Disney guys uncensored because I'm not <laughs> paying for those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, it's a great idea, Bob. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking away from that at all. 
Um, it, it, it's one that requires a little bit of planning, though. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I really, I was just trying to sneak in a cheap pop for the Vero Beach Resort because we don't talk about it enough. It's you a beautiful you, resort. It's going to take a minivan down there. Um, I, you, you know, I think if you want to go on a tour, they might arrange something for you because it is um, one of their, um, it is a vacation club property. Uh, not proper, like it is one of their properties you can buy vacation club in, sort of like Alani out in Hawaii. So I think you can actually arrange something through Disney to take you, but then you have to listen to the whole spiel about it. And I figure if you just go yourself and, and book the room for a couple of nights, it's beautiful. Oh, no, absolutely. Touche there. All right. So let's move on to, I guess, back to me. And um, what I'm going to throw out there is attraction based. And there's tons of attractions all over, obviously, the parks. But there's one that um, is, is very cool. And I'm talking over in Epcot. Uh, and no, I'm not talking about the land because you know why. <laughs> but anyways, I am talking about another pavilion uh, living with a sea. Because I'll tell you what, the place is full of AC. You, you do, get the Nemo do you mean friends. the seas of Nemo and friends? Sorry. Mitch the two up, yes. You did living with the sea. Hey, you can that live with the like sea a, too. Sounds like a great attraction. Uh, so, <laughs> so you, you have the, the sea. so you have the you have the you know you have the, the ride with Nemo, um, which is which again is fully covered. Full, not that you really have to wait in that line, but it's it's in the air condition. And then you can spend as much time as you want in, in basically a world class aquarium and enjoy the AC. Stay cool. Uh, you can spend an hour in there if you need to to try to just you know rehydrate and and take it in and get out of the heat. So that that's one for me that I I like. Um, you know, you try to pace yourself around that. Yeah, I get no complaints here. That was on my list actually. So I I love the pavilion itself, and it does feel a little bit cooler when like you're walking through and it's almost underwater, but not really. And you're <laughs> walking through the little cukes. The queue is long to begin with, even though you don't have to wait in it. It's still a little bit of a walk. But it's, yeah, it's it, a fun queue, it is and fun. the ride the ride's fun. It's it's a three, four, five minute ride, and like Andrew said, it's a world class aquarium, and that AC is cranking. Oh yeah. So, so Jay, why don't uh, you throw one here? All right. Well, um, you'll see this pretty much at least in one area at every park. They all have some of them have more than one, but you've got your uh, your your I guess you could say the kids play area. Is or the the little fountain areas like uh, you've got the cool wash over over by test track. You've got the water spouts and the little Mickey face down at uh, uh, Disney Springs. Just the little little areas little where splash they, pads. Oh yeah, yeah. those splash pads. Splash pads all over the place. Yeah, like Casey Junior over in Circus Land. Yeah, no, I'm digging that. That's a good uh, pick. That's a good one. In fact, I'm... I can remember when I was little. Over, um, I don't exactly remember where it was. But there's the uh, the the little gardens that have the the jumping water. Oh yes, yep. So let I me remember. let me ask you this: what's yeah. um <laughs> what's protocol or courtesy for? You see the parents that put like the kids' bathing suits on to go do these things because I mean it's nothing. You know, I don't know. I feel like that kind of grinds my gears for some reason, and I don't I'm know not, why. I'm not easily offended by that, so I don't know. I don't know why that would bother it you. It seems I like mean, a lot of work, no? Well, the kids, I mean, my kids have the shirt and short bathing suit, and 
they can just walk around in that afterwards. I mean, I don't know. They're going to dry almost instantly anyway. I don't see what the uh, big deal is. The only problem I would have is where you see the little toddler with the swim diaper and nothing else. Oh, yeah, that's uncalled for. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I mean, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Man. That, that little guy is hot, too, you know? I mean, it's the only <laughs> way he can cool off, you know? I mean, you know? Yeah, but you, you could at least have some shorts over that, that swim diaper. Come on, just be decent, you two-year-old little punk. What's wrong with you? Put your clothes on. Jay standing outside the splash pads in lifeguard attire, blowing his whistle. Put some shorts on that kid. Let's go. What is wrong with you? I can see it now. That'd be fantastic. Summer internship, Jay. You're you're all over that. Oh, man. Those are good times. Good times. Uh, right. My my favorite one is still Casey Jr. The splash pad there, Jay. To piggyback <laughs> off of yours, I do love that. One. So splash pads are a great time. There, I mean, that's fun. that's no joke, Casey Jr. That's not just a splash pad. I mean, that's its no, own but I mean, It's a themed splash pad. I mean, that's all it is. Right. I mean, you will get soaked. That's like. I mean, you're gonna get soaked at the one in Disney Springs too, though. I mean, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean, we've all ran through that in a fountain or two in Disney Springs. Well, listen, I have run through several <laughs> fountains fully clothed for like five bucks. Okay, but you it's won't hot, eat it. But it you rained. wouldn't eat it. But you wouldn't eat a grape for fifty. It was a hundred, and no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even. I I don't. Uh, that's all another right. story. Another day. Justice. I'm going to uh, Epcot. Staying in Epcot, I guess technically we were in Epcot for I, a little bit. Yeah. I am going to Club Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it, it is going to close September 8th, but allegedly it's going to reopen again once Epcot's overhaul is complete. But I will tell you, you sample some Coke products from around the world. It's, it used to be much better when you walk through the igloo. Igloo and you it had the snow awesome, in. Oh, awesome stuff. So much better. But that got safety issues and slipping, slipping issues and... I will no. tell you that all, every one of them is really a good drink. Uh, for me, well, two, two, hold on, well. I'm getting there. <laughs> two, two standouts for me are the Inca Cola and the Sparletta from South Africa. I think the Inca Cola is from uh, Peru. It's very similar uh, to what we have here in this country. Uh, but my personal favorite, and I would recommend it to everyone that has never tried it, is uh, by all means, get the Italian Beverly. Oh. It's the best drink you've ever had in your life. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you, you will not regret it until you drink it and you spit in my eye if I'm with you. Because, holy crap, that is a bitter, bitter drink. It is. But uh, for me, the Sparletta from South Africa is delicious. It's a, fruit, it's a fruit-based soft drink. And a lot of them are uh, fruitier-based than what we serve in this country. But Club Cool, you can buy some Coke merchandise if that's your thing. And you can sample. The samples are free uh, for the sodas. You get a little, uh, like a little Dixie cup size cup to sample them. And again, that is, I mean, you want to have one of these like viral challenges. Just see how long people can drink Beverly without throwing up. That should be the next <laughs> viral challenge because that stuff is disgusting. <laughs> uh, Apparently, I feel strongly about that. So, but since you're on the uh, beverage topic, let's stay right with it. And I'm going to say, uh, some of you know I'm a big coffee drinker. So what some people don't know is every single Disney park, additionally Disney Springs, all has Starbucks. Um, right. And you can get a nice 
cold brew iced coffee. Um, and even better, you can get them any way you want. You know, you like the, the shot of espresso or cinnamon or caramel, and it's all the same price that it can be used as a snack credit. Um, so it's actually one of the best values for a snack credit. You know, it's an eight or nine dollar drink that you're getting uh, for free if you have this. If you have that, if not, you can just buy whatever you know whatever you want. But um, yeah, it's 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 a great little thing. A lot of people don't know about it. Um, I believe it's Magic Kingdom and uh, maybe Hollywood Studios. You can kind of go in and order them before the park opens, yeah. um, since you're kind of in that that area where uh, the park isn't. You know, Main Street, for example, right? You can go on Main Street before the park actually opens. So if you get there early, you go get that and then go go to your line. But um, yeah, that's and that's for me. Don't like coffee, but still want to go to Starbucks and get something icy. Yeah. I definitely recommend the vanilla bean cream frappuccino. Oh. My wife calls it the uh, the snow cream drink. <laughs> Her That's name's good. better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Feel a little fruity ordering it the other way. All right, Jay, what do you got? All right, so um, I guess you kind of took one of mine there with the, the cold drinks. But one thing that we tend to do is, you know, maybe around 2 or 3 in the afternoon, you've done quite a bit in the park already. So... I would recommend going back to your resort and enjoying the pool there for an hour or so. Gives you a chance to get out of the park, get away from all the people. Well, kind of the people, depending <laughs> on how crowded the, the pool at the, the resort is. But it gives you a chance to also enjoy the, the resort pool, maybe take a nap by the pool or, or go back to your room and just chill there for a little bit. Yeah, you, you. I mean, you know me. That's that's my go-to plan when I go to Disney. You know, I start the days early. I come yep. back around two. You know, it, unfortunately, my kids are young, but I would be definitely inclined to go and back out. You know, at that dinner time, six o'clock. Oh, yeah. Um, that's what we typically do. And that, and I agree. That's probably. I mean, a lot of people do it, um, but it, it's okay. I mean, that, it, it's just it, it gives you that energy. Take a nap if you need to. You know. Exactly. Um, but absolutely, that's a good one. I like that one. Um, all right, Bob. Well, Jay, you done. You done. Took my my swimming hole one. Uh, I say <laughs> that's okay with me though because I, I thought someone would take it. Um, something that I feel like we've talked about at times when talking about transportation and talking about the Skyliner and how hot it's going to be. On the complete opposite spectrum, when it's 115 degrees outside, I just tell you what, leave the park and get on the bus and take it for a spin wherever it's going. Sure. there's a very good chance that that bus is going to be about 40 degrees below zero, or at least it's <laughs> going to feel that way. Oh, yeah. So for me, there's nothing better than if you've had a long day at the parks, and let's say you leave, not necessarily right when you leave the park, because if you're leaving right at closing, it's going to be crowded. But if you leave at an off time, like these fellows are talking, if you leave at 2 o'clock to go yeah. back to the hotel, you're not going to have a ton of people on the bus. You can spread out. You can just sit there, and man, I tell you, that cold air when that bus opens up will be the greatest feeling of your life. For Aside artificial... from a frosty towel. Uh, close, close second to a frosty <laughs> towel. I will say, and you know what, just go for a ride. And you know what, when the, when the bus driver says, oh, you know, I'm going back to, uh, you know, Port Orleans, Riverside. You just stay and take the loop to where he's going next. Just keep going. It's beautiful. It's lovely. It's it's a healthy 40 degrees below zero. I'd button up, though. 
if you were in fact uh, chilly at the end. But it is a fun little time. Something that I think it's overlooked because it's oh, it's a mode of transportation, but nothing beats getting on that bus, man. Let me tell you. I'm going to kind of piggyback on that and say you could do the same with just going and taking a monorail, monorail ride. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do the do the nice full loop. You'd have to see everything. Um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you back to Typhoon Lagoon to do something mm-hmm. a little bit more specific. And what I'm talking about is the, the limited summer series H2O Glow Nights. And yes. what these are are nighttime parties. Um, they're Toy Story themed. We talked about them actually back in episode three. Um, they're $59 for adults, $54 for children. And you can actually enter the park at 6 p.m., even though the party doesn't start till 8. So you, you, you're getting five hours of the water park. So you, you still don't really need to buy that water park park hopper pass. If you didn't buy that, it's okay. You don't need it. Um, you could still go to one of the parks for this one price. And like I said, it's Toy Story themed. Um, they get the glow sticks and stuff going. It's a pool party. There's a DJ. It's just a fun way. Yes, it's not during the middle of the day, summer heat. But as we know, Florida can still be hot all through the night. Um, oh, yeah. so something I personally have not done, but I would love to do it someday. I, I haven't done it, but it is definitely on my list because I love the water parks anyways. But I would absolutely love to do the glow night party. And I mean, it's reasonable in a way, if you know, especially if you don't have the the water park passes. Like you almost wouldn't need it, you know, if if you did it this way. And we got to figure it's a hundred degrees during the day. It's probably getting down to about eighty at night. It's probably yeah. beautiful to go in that at oh, night. Yeah. And that a night swim in general, like Jay said earlier about going swimming. A night swim, nothing beats it, man. Nothing beats a night swim. Nothing. Absolutely. So. Uh, I think it's yeah. back to you, Jay. Jay. Yeah, Jay, go. Yeah, Take us you. away. All right. So m- next on my list, um, if you just happen to be walking around the park and you just can't seem to get away for whatever reason, take and walk a little bit closer to the entrances to the stores and you'll get that blast of air as you're going through. And it it may not be like sitting in, you know, the monorail or sitting on the bus and getting a direct like for a steady period, but you'll get that little blast of air just to cool you off just enough. And you're out of the sun because a lot of times it's going to be kind of in the shade too, but it'll give you just enough to cool you off enough to where you're not quite as hot as you were if you were sitting out in the middle of the street with the sun bearing down on you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you a bonus. I'm going to give you a specific location. Uh, I, I know where you're going with this. It's <laughs> on my at, list. At Rock and Roller Coaster, where Rock Around the Shop is in the back, it's completely right. enclosed. Oh, completely. Yeah. And let me tell you, that might be the coldest gift shop on planet earth it is <laughs> awesome in there it's great and especially when you get off that ride your adrenaline's pumping your arrows are yeah, rock and roll and, <laughs> and you get in there and it's like wow you know this is it's beautiful and the gift shop is about as big as the closet i'm recording in right now but let me tell you this it's it's every bit as cool as you need it to be i love the gift shop the merchandise is fun They've got the little photo activity in the corner. You can superimpose yourself on the pictures. It's fantastic. It's one of my favorite spots. And Jay, I'm glad you brought up the AC and the gift shops because I was, man, rock around the shop at Rock and Roll Coasters, just the go-to place. Especially at the studios because the studios, not quite as bad as Animal Kingdom in terms of heat, but I feel like the studios yeah. with that Studio City feel just feels hotter at times. 
than yeah. Magic Kingdom or Epcot does. It's so. a, and to your point, oh, Jay, Shady Park of the of the four. Yeah. yeah. And to your point, Jay, too, you you walk along the edge there, you feel the breeze of the AC. You're also probably maybe getting some shade, so you're getting right. out of that direct sunlight, which is um, which is as well, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, all right, Bob, what do you got? So for me, I'm going to go completely off the wall. Not as off the wall as driving two hours to the Atlantic Ocean. But I will say that I'm going bowling in Splitsville. Yes. Oh, nice. That's where I'm going. Because you know what? It's indoors. You can bowl. You get some drinks. You get some food. It's not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. But, man, I'm going to Splitsville, throwing a string or two, bowling for an hour or two. And I am in like Flint, baby. I'm made in the shade, as they say. And that's what I'm doing with my afternoon. It, you beat the heat, and it's enjoyable. It's entertaining. That's right. Nice. So, I like that one. That's a good thinking out of the box there, Bob. Yep. You know, well, I learned how to think outside the box after 15 years in a mom-and-pop retail establishment where our motto was shopping outside of the box. I love that. <laughs> I love that bulletin board when, when there was just a box and then a guy shopping with a shopping cart outside of the box. Oh, Brilliant yeah. stuff. One of our best bits of work right there. Speaking of boxes, I'm going to take you to Animal Kingdom, where you talked about the coldest places on a bus. You've talked about the coldest gift shops. I'm telling you for a fact, we can bring a thermostat and measure it next time. There is no place colder in Walt Disney World than what I'm talking about of the Finding Nemo show. Huh, um, no. <laughs> that goes to Jay's point about walking by. You can just stand outside the door and it feels like it's 35 degrees cooler. Right. So, like we said, Animal Kingdom is for some reason 10 degrees hotter than any other park. Um, if you need to just, your legs are tired, you're sweating, go sit down in this show. It's actually a pretty good show. Not it's a must-do. Not uh, a must-do. It, it is definitely not a must-do, uh, but it's it's long. That's the first problem. It's, it's long. Uh, you'll probably ask, you probably will want a blanket halfway through because you'll be that cold. But, um, even if you go in for half of the show, kind of sit near the exit and, and bail out, but it's, it's, it's going to be cold. Uh, so that's where I'm going to send you over there. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a good pick. I, I completely left it off my list because when we were there in December, it was like beautiful standing in front of that door. Was, <laughs> this was fantastic. Cause you're right. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's all the trees and just the overall size of the park. And Jay, I know you're not, you know, a huge fan, but you can speak to it. That man, that park just gets so much warmer than everywhere else. It's it so weird. And I think a part of that has to do with it. Granted, it's it has so much more foliage that I think a lot of that humidity is kind of trapped toward the ground. Exactly. Yeah. Good point. Uh, so Jay, you're up. All right. So I'm going to kind of play off of my last one and. Uh, just take a trip, a short trip into one of the uh, uh, gift shops there. Uh, even just for you know twenty minutes, make it a short shortcut through there, or just stand in there and, and look around. You don't have to buy anything. Just go in there and stay in the the gift shop for a little bit. A lot of times they're cooler than anywhere else too, anyways. But just step in there, kind of look around, take a couple minutes to take in that air. And then go on. But that way you've got a little bit of time to cool off while you're just in between rides or excursions or whatever it is you're doing. And I'll, and I'll give you a free one here. A great example of that is over on Main Street, right? Yes. Where you, they're all connected. You could go shopping for an hour, two hours, and not even have to really go outside. Um, 
you know, it's a great place. And there's a lot of cool little gift shops over there, right? So absolutely. absolutely. Yes, guys, this is the first time on, on any of our programs that we have ever recommended going into gift shops. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a way to beat the heat. Praise right. be. Praise be, guys. Praise be. Um, so I'm going to shock the world and stay at Disney Springs because I had so much fun bowling. It's still 300 degrees outside, and now I don't want to pay for bowling anymore. So I'm going to walk across the street, and I'm going to go to the AMC Theater and take oh. in Avengers Endgame and try to get them their extra $6 million. Yes. For a second I'm, there, I thought you were doing the NBA experience, and I was very nervous. No, I, don't, I have never been to the NBA experience, and I, I don't know be, how that would do. So. I'd rather be so, the Heat. So ultimately, you're saying, well, why are you going to go on vacation and go you know, take in a movie? Um, no, that's a fair point. I'll be honest. It is a fair point. That was lower on my list, but I wanted to throw it in there and say, you know, if you, even if you go see a movie that's you know an hour and a half, what, you know, you can sit there. It's a dining theater, I believe now too, so you can get food, legit food, bring it to your seat. So you can almost make a little lunch out of it because you're going to spend two hours eating in Disney Springs anyway. So you could definitely make it work and, and kind of kill an afternoon. Go throw a string, get to go. And then hell, if it's late enough, you can then go over to the Edison and dance your night away at the salsa concerts they do every other Tuesday night from now until September. We call a throwback in the business right there. My next one is going to be for all of those parents out there or po- folks that want to bring some little ones with them on vacation. And what I'm talking about is stroller fans. So Disney offers these Mickey-shaped um, fans that are battery-operated that you stick on the side of your stroller, and it blows air at your kids. Um, and what I always say is if you have happy kids, you have happy parents, which makes your experience in Walt Disney World more enjoyable. Um, so that that's where I'm going with that one there is stroller fans. You can buy them in the gift shops. Probably, again, can buy them on Amazon and bring them along and bring a couple of extra batteries. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good pick. I mean, everything we said has been for the people and the adults in the in the party, not the yeah, kids. Going on poor kids. All right. I mean, these poor kids are dead in the heat. We're all dancing away, bowling, and these kids are out <laughs> sitting in the middle of the promenade looking at the hot air balloon saying, huh, wonder how high that really is. So, <laughs> good call. Good way to bring it back to a family show. I'm proud of you. Uh, well, yeah, like, you, got, you got one. Four. All right. So one of the tips that I've got, um, and this is, is, I don't know if you could say it's a, a stay cool tip, but it's a, a keep, uh, keep yourself, pl- um, I don't know how you could put this. It's more of a just keep yourself from getting too hot. Um, as mentioned before, I'm kind of a big guy, so I, I tend to have a problem with my legs rubbing together. And I know you said uh, Gold Bond. Oh, I've yes. actually found something that works a little bit better, in my opinion. If you take a little antiperspirant and put between your legs, they actually will slide a lot better, and it lasts all day. You don't have to worry about oh. anything rubbing later on, and it's, it ends up being a much more pleasant experience that way. I'll tell you what. There's two things that if you <laughs> get your... We didn't know the context of this conversation. That's <laughs> the most awkward 45 seconds we've ever had on this show. <laughs> I'll tell you what. There's nothing more, worse than going to Walt Disney World and coming back to your hotel after the first day with two... Looking days. like a cowboy. Chaffinch, right? 
or blisters. Those are the two things. If you can avoid them, hell, we did do a whole episode and tell you how to do that. But uh, absolutely, Jay, I couldn't agree more. I don't uh, disagree with him. And again, no one's disagreeing with you, Jay. I want to make that a point. No, no one's disagreeing with you. But I will say, from an outsider's perspective, if they turn this episode on to this moment, <laughs> right here, that 45 seconds, they're shutting it off and calling the FCC. That's why we're not live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. Good lord. Oh, right, oh where what do I got? go from here? I'm gonna <laughs> screw it. Screw it. I splash mountain. Take a ride on Splash Mountain. <laughs> That's what you need to do to cool off. It's fun. It's well, it's a it's a twelve minute boat ride, which Andrew actually approves plus. of, which is very rare. But uh Splash Mountain, you don't get too wet. It's And I know there's another one, and maybe, Andrew, I'll lead you down that path as a bonus one, where Splash Mountain differs greatly from the other ride we spoke about, where it's it's not, you know, you get a little wet here and there. You very rarely get completely soaked on Splash Mountain. So it's a nice cooling-off effect. Andrew, I'm not going to count it as your one. I want you to take the other one that, that you, with complete disdain, added to your list. But Agreed. And, and let me say this really quick about Splash Mountain. Don't wear a poncho. Yeah, don't, don't be that guy. Don't, don't. I'll tell you what. Splash Mountain, you literally get wet from your waist up. And if it's anywhere in the nine months, you're going to dry within seconds. And it's, right. it's refreshing. It feels good. Splash Mountain is not the type of ride you're going to walk off there with chafed legs. You're not. It, 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 it's, you're not going to get drenched. However, talking about chafed legs, talking about getting drenched, talking about what Bubba just said, we're talking about the Tallied River Rapids over in Animal Kingdom. Now, yes. those rides, I never, every amusement park has one almost, right? And, and it's a shame because this one is actually a very good ride. It, it's it's very cool. Wow. Spoiler alert. If you've never wow. been on it, it has a drop. It's not. Mm. I mean, mm. The point is, this ride is more like somebody dumped a bucket of water on your crotch or your leg. <laughs> Or down your shoes. It, it's it's okay. not enjoyable. I don't understand the thrill of that. You go on that ride and you sit there and say, oh man, God, please don't let it be me. Because you know three out of eight people are going to walk off there like they just trapped their pants because they're going to get drenched. And I don't want to be one of those guys. So why go on that ride? That's not enjoyable. I don't get it. I don't. Uh, uh, you're, you're a beautiful human being. Don't ever change. Don't ever change. Well, you spots that thunder. You asked for it. Oh, uh, no. I mean, I didn't ask for you to give us a blow-by-blow blow of crap in your shorts. And now you wonder why I wanted to call it a wet, hot Walt Disney World summer as the title of this episode. Because, my God, we're pushing the boundaries of Remember family entertainment tonight. The, the time we got off the flume ride, we got, I think he was probably three no, or four. No, Dr. Geyser's Remarkable Raft Ride at Storyland. Oh yes. my goodness, was he ever incensed with me? It was the oh three my of us. Goodness. So me, Bubba, and his son went on a what was he four at the time? Uh, yeah, a couple years ago. Sure, let's go four. When he got off that ride, Jay, you should have saw the poor kid's face, and he was walking <laughs> like again, like a <laughs> pants, and he just was like, "What happened?" Like he, he didn't, he didn't. He got crushed on that ride. That poor kid. <laughs> He All got right. crushed. We we were dry. We got through. We were fine. Oh, poor Anyways. little dude. Anyway, I, I mean, is it still me here? Yeah, no. We gave you the free one for Colorado River Rapids <laughs> on the piggyback, the bounce back well, offer. Let me throw this one at you, Bub. Since we're on this odd topic of going crazy, <laughs> I'm going to throw the craziest one on my list at you right now. Okay. 
And what I'm going to talk about is not only what it is, but where you can get one and where you get a super cool one. And I'm talking about, I want you to be that guy. And I want you to carry around an umbrella to get some shade. Um, (laughs) And where you could get a state-of-the-art special edition, nowhere else can it be found, umbrella is Epcot over at the Japan Pavilion. And I know Jay knows where I'm going with this. For all those Nintendo fans out there, you can get a uh, a Link Master Sword and Sheath. You put it around your back like a you know like a samurai type sword, and you can pull it out, and it's it's Link's Master Sword as you know with the handle, and the umbrella sprouts out. And, you know, and then and then you don't have to carry it; you just throw it back over your shoulder when you're done, and you you move on. So. Uh, well, yeah. if, if you're going for the the uh, granted, it's a little more on the pricier side. If you're going for the umbrella era th- umbrella thing here, you could also get the uh, the uh, lightsaber hilt umbrella for the by the same token. It's a little more expensive side, but uh, yeah, same concept, you know. So oh, you yeah, get yourself a nice sylvan air. You get yourself some shade, and then hey, when you get those random thunderstorms that pop up, you have shelter from that. It's like a it's a triple win, you know. That's right. Yes, and somewhere Oswald Cobblepot is devastated that he didn't think of going into umbrella business instead of the rubber duck industry. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. All right, Jay. What do you got? All right, so my next one is going to come as a complete surprise because it's probably one of the only times you'll hear me recommend this. Go on Frozen Ever After. Yeah. As I'm sure you can tell by the name, it is absolutely freezing in that that queue line, but absolutely refreshing at the same time. It is. I can't believe you gave in, Jay. <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, yeah, well, and of course, with the, just the snowy atmosphere, is going to naturally make you, um, you know, think cold. At least for me, I think maybe I don't know, but uh, yeah, I like that. that's a good one. So I'm going to stay in Epcot, believe it or not. And I'm going to go to the various, we kind of talked about it quickly, splash pads and whatnot. But between Mission Space and and Test Track and the other side of Future World, they have what look like bus stops, like these half-shell bus stops that are just misting stations. Animal Kingdom's got them. They got the fans that blow the mist at you in the queues and whatnot. And doors have them. Yep. Yep. Fantastic stuff. Again, my problem with this, putting this on a cooling list, is the sensation lasts about as long as a whippet. It's about five seconds of pleasure, and then you're just miserably sticky from the water. So, but for that five uh, seconds, it's fantastic. And uh, that's what I've got. There's uh, Specifically, the ones at Epcot are, are a good time. So You know what, Bob? That parlays perfect into my next one. Because as soon as you get out of your little misting stations, what you're going to do <laughs> is you're going to grab your fan and water spray. Because what better way to I own one. I own one. Best thing ever. Love so, it. So let me tell you this. If you are anybody out there, just that with a frosty towel and throw away the rest of this list. But <laughs> my, my point is, is if you do have any, res, you know, any sense that you might want one, or you, do it. And do it the first day. 
because you do it the third, fourth day, you just lost four days of using it. So you've got to make sure you do it the first day. Um, but absolutely. I, I, so I think secret. you brought one one time, Bub, when I was there, and I think I just pretty much kept stealing yours. Secret. Do you remember the secret? Do you remember the secret? When you refill it, what is the secret? Oh, God, what is it? Oh, um, ice. Ice helps. Yes. No, ice is can, the secret. That's well, the secret. Fit, if you can fit. Oh, believe me, you make it fit. It's not real ice using those ice machines anyway. <laughs> but it, it drops the water temperature. Fantastic. I love it. Great pick. Great pick. Almost like a bubble sword, only it's a misting fan. So I don't know how it's like a bubble sword in any way, but get your kids a bubble sword at the parade and they'll, they'll love you forever. <laughs> and if they don't, if you don't, they won't. You you have a bubble sword, and that's all that matters. So <laughs> I agree with you. I, I mean, the missing fan is number one. Number one. That's a good pick. All right, Jay, what do you got? All right, so I'm kind of surprised we haven't heard this one up to this point, but just go get a Mickey ice cream bar. It's an excellent pick. Well, or just go to your local Target and buy them for 7 bucks a box. No, you, and then... You know what, and then live video it on your facebook group so see this is where i actually um disagree because if it's 100 degrees out those things melt in about three seconds and (laughs) it just becomes a sloppy mess it happened with my four-year-old she was miserable i took a picture of it then she was even more miserable that i was taking a picture of her and um yeah you've got to do more wisely and get something else in my opinion anything on the stick i feel like doesn't go well all right, fine. I'll be that guy. Okay, Jay, I agree with you. I love a good Mickey Mouse ice cream bar, and I don't know why he's so against it. Okay? <laughs> but, but... Oh, I, I love will, them. I will throw in my personal favorite. No, no, not a Dole Whip. That's from the mine. Sunshine Tree Terrace, I'm grabbing a Citrus Swirl. They're perfect. It's a little bit of Dole Whip, vanilla soft serve, orange soda, best thing ever. Hot day. It's in a cup, so Andrew's thing works out where it's on a <laughs> stick, and everyone wins. It's pretty much the most refreshing thing in the world. Well, that is refreshing, Bub, but I'm going to take you right next door to something even also maybe a little bit more refreshing for me. Yeah, to each his own. So, over at Animal Kingdom, I'm talking about the Tamu Tamu Refreshments, which mm-hmm. has um, two drink options that uh, are very tasty. The First of all, you get some Safari Amber Bear, so Bear. Yeah, I know I say that funny, but it is. Beer. Beer. Um, it, um, it's a- an African one, so it, it's delicious. But what they, the main highlight of what they offer there is a Dole Whip float with coconut rum. And let me tell you how satisfying that is. Um, woo. So, yeah, uh, go ahead on over there and get yourself a Dole Whip float. Uh, Wait, you can so that, was with, it. that was how satisfying it was? A half Ric Flair woo? You can get them without. Well, yeah, you know, you get them without rum if if, if you don't want that. But um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna piggyback off that for one second, Jay. Excuse me, one second. I'm going from Tamu Tamu. I'm going to the Anandapur ice cream truck and getting one of the ice cream floats instead. Same part area, but that little blue bus over in Asia, fantastic. Some of the best ice cream floats you'll ever have. And so under underestimated. Oh, it's uh, overlooked. 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 That's the word I'm looking for. Underappreciated. Like said, piggybacking off the same thing, I think this just more goes to our personal tastes. I'm, I would go for just a regular root beer float myself. Oh, that's, see, there's nothing wrong with that. 
Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like I said, that's kind of a personal taste thing. Mm-hmm. So, so Jay, did you have any more on there, Andrew? Do you guys have any more? I'll, I got one down. I got a couple more. I got one more. I can pull. I think we each got one more time then. Yeah. Why don't we each, each right. one more time? Sure. And Jay, we'll start with you on this since we kind of stole your thunder on the root beer float thing. And you can. No worries. So, so we'll go from there. We'll go one more each. All right. So, here for my last tip have a nice indoor meal. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. I should have said it earlier, Jay. So, so Jay. <laughs> So, Jay, where are you going for that nice indoor meal? Uh, depends on which park. I know at, at Epcot, I tend to go to the American Pavilion and go to the uh, get a burger there myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have all those pavilions and countries to choose from. And, and he stays pick. American. Listen, the guy, the guy who's red, white, and blue, star-spangled, awesome, get off his back about it, okay? <laughs> the guy loves America. All right, uh, absolutely. For me, Jay, it's ironic you say that because the, I had three on my list. Now uh, one of them's a ride. One, of, two of them are rides. One, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, nice little ride, and the Under the Sea Journey of Little Mermaid. Same properties we talked about yep. with Living Seas. But for me, I was going to tell you to go to Le Cellier and get a beautiful steak. Get whatever you want there. Oh. The wine cellar design there just makes it seem cooler because of where it is in the caves and stuff. For me, that's where I'm going for one of my meals on a hot day. Now, sure, do you want to eat a, a giant steak? Maybe not, but there's plenty of options on the menu. But for me, I'm going to Le Cellier and getting a steak and uh, minding my own business for a couple hours in the wine cellar. It's a little dark, but it's, it's cool. It's damp. It's, it's lovely. I love everything about it. So that's where I'm going. For my uh, for my last one, which ironically was food, Jay. I'm proud of us. And <laughs> well, don't don't ruin it now. Well, I'm going to ruin it because I'm going to stay on track the way I've stayed on track all day about keeping yourself comfy. And how else do you keep yourself comfy? You need to pat some extra clothing. You need to bring an extra T-shirt, maybe even an extra pair of underwear. And uh, you know, you need to if you need to refresh, you refresh yourself. Now, I will say, however, if a possible. Don't bring a bat pack because the bat pads just are going to make that bat sweat so much more, you know, faster. Uh, especially when you have the kids. If you, if there's any way you can bring something and put it maybe in the stroller, or I mean, a bat pad's the easiest, but just try to avoid the bat pads as possible. So, could you just go underpants, front to back, back to front, inside out, back to front again? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and and really quick on your topic, Bob, I also had two more rides in here. Um, mm-hmm. Highlights were Pirates of the Caribbean, yep, uh, Super Long, long queue, Inside that, yep. Q, and then the other one was Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, which 90% of it's going to be inside waiting room. Um, and then you enjoy now, a nice little fun show. if you want to lose that extra water weight, I would highly recommend going to wait two hours for Jungle Cruise because <laughs> that queue sucks and it's about 600 degrees. Now, that's not fair. The queue is excellent, but it's all outside. It's it's right. humid. It's muggy. It's gnarly over there. It's not a place yeah. I'd want to stay. Or Peter Pan's Flight because that queue inevitably is mostly outside too and it's 700 degrees over on that side of the park as well. Absolutely. So, All right. Well, I think if you guys are good, I, I, that's, that's most of mine that I didn't want to talk about tonight. So um, I think with that, we're going to move on over to the Random House of Mouse. What an episode to this point, guys. I got to say, the uh, 
the Nether Regions talk has been, as they say, off the charts. And uh, <laughs> we, we've, uh, we've certainly pushed the boundaries of family entertainment tonight. Uh, which leads me into the Random House of Mouse this week is brought to you by John Blanco, one of our only Patreons. Uh, he asked us a question on Facebook earlier this week, or last week, I guess at this point. Which Disney animated film would we like to see made into a live-action film? Now, John, you weren't specific, so we did throw around maybe some Pixar movies in there, too. Um, so this ties back into... I not necessarily want to see a shot-for-shot remake of the movies, but a reimagining I'm I'm cool with. So, Andrew, let's start with you. What what did you what did you yeah. think about when John asked this question? Yeah, so I thought hard of different things, and I'll be completely honest. For some reason, Incredibles always jumped out with me, but I said, you know what, no. Um, what really jumped out with me, we've talked about it a lot on the show um, to date, is Brave. Um, I think Brave would do an amazing job. Uh, we talked about Jay. You talked about even the scenery. Um, right. I think you could do some fabulous scenery with the with with just the landscaping, oh, the castles. Um, I would love to see a you know a, a CGI'd Mordu. Um, oh. I think that would just be phenomenal. How they would depict that, and yeah. you know, I think It'll I think some of that Game of Thrones episode there, the yeah. uh, the bear and the maiden fair. I mean, that would be. A fair jumping off point, I think. For... Yeah, you know, I I don't think Brave would 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 have too many challenges. You know, for example, a lot of the Mulan talk recently, like, oh, where's Mushu and and where's it? I, you wouldn't have to worry about any of that. It's it's more on obviously you have the bears, but um, yeah, I th- I think Brave would work. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't work. I mean, um, now, yeah, I think it, I think it would be fun. Honorable mention, I'd throw out there, same concept, which I think would work, would be Atlantis. Um, Absolutely. So I think that would be a lot of fun. Well, I it's think the same concept. I think that would be a little bit harder. It, it would be <laughs> epic. It would be more epic. But I'm saying it wouldn't be again that you wouldn't have to change too much and you wouldn't have to do too much with um, like the the CGI characters, right? That's you know, I, I, it still fascinates me how they make the Lion King where there, there's there's nothing there. It's just you you, you know. Um, but yeah, that's brave. Brave is my my number one fit that I would like to see. But what about All you, bro? Right. No, Jay. Jay, we'll go. With Jay, we'll defer to Jay again. Let him, uh, let him get his there. I know he's. I think got a couple too, like you did. That he yeah. was uh, was leaning towards. And if you've listened to the program, I'm pretty sure we all know where <laughs> Jay is going with these. And it's not surprising. And I, I'm digging what he's saying. So Jay, take it away. In fact, there was actually a little bit of a wager between Drew and Bub this week as to what my number one pick was. And although Drew came very close, Bub did win this. So my pick yes, was actually I mean, <laughs> my pick. Clearly, was I listened to the show more than Drew does because I oh, knew instantly. <laughs> but yeah, so I picked the Emperor's New Groove on this one. Drew thought that I was going to go Incredibles on this, and actually, yeah. it did cross my yeah. mind. But I thought, with all the recent Marvel stuff, that it probably would kind of get lost into the into all the with all the other marvel stuff and the avengers stuff but I, emperor's new groove is absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time it's one that i continually go back and watch on a regular basis and i would just love to see a live action adaptation of this because it's such a funny movie yeah, it would be a good yeah. time i agree that would be fun. i've i recently discovered that it is a pretty funny movie uh, thanks and to the netflix yeah, nope. I think you could do some stuff with it. I think it could be a good time. I agree. Absolutely. 
and and I'll go in with my uh, honorable mention on this one. I would go with Lilo and Stitch. I would love oh. to see a CGI Stitch. And I love that idea. I would love to see the movie almost on a little bit of a darker side. Oh yeah, I feel yeah. like they I could would be like really cool Stitch in CGI form to look like Sonic, but not the new Sonic they're going to redesign. The original Sonic with the muscly calves and the Fry Kid style body design that he had. <laughs> oh, so the uh, the um, the onesie pajamas uh, uh, Sonic. Yes, yes, that's what I wanted. Onesie onesie stitch. pajamas. Hashtag not my Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bob, what um, what about you? So I'm gonna give you my my honorable mention first. It would really be no surprise. In fact, Andrew was surprised this wasn't my actual yeah, because pick. I listened to the show, Bob. Well, you know me, you know me as well. That's fair. Uh, Princess and the Frog is my honorable mention. I feel like you could do a lot with it. And, and also, we talked offline a little bit about we were we were laughing because there's so many movies you could pick, but sure. some of the movies we didn't necessarily want to pick because they've all had versions done, whether by Disney or not. But there was one concept to me that stuck out as, for some reason, I was cracking myself up, and I don't know that you guys fully appreciated what I was saying, and I don't even know if I told you this, was I would love a Zootopia that's like the Godfather and Departed and like the Untouchables all rolled into one, like a real solid crime drama with talk... Similar to like Detective Pikachu, I think, is how oh, I would envision would nice. Zootopia going. Um, but really, my number one, it's not even close as Moana. I gave you three, I know, but Moana is really my number <laughs> so, one. So let me ask you this, Bob. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, absolutely. He'd have to play Maui. If, if, if he's out on playing Maui in live action, the movie's out. I'm, out on, I'm out on the live action <laughs> itself. By the same token, I would be out if you didn't have Patrick Warburton playing Krunk in the, in the live oh, action. Understood. Makes perfect sense. And yeah, I don't really I don't care know, who plays I don't, Yeah, I don't know what we can say about really you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's, but for me, Moana would be fantastic. I think it would almost have like a Master and Commander Far Side of the World feel to it for a little bit. Master and Commander. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> I went deep into the archives Russell, for that. Bro. <laughs> I actually got lost in the archives. That's why I was late to the pre-show. I was, I was in the archives looking for Master and Commander. Uh, but it would be like a Pirates of the Caribbean feel. It would be great. I think Moana lends itself to that type of storytelling. Uh, you'd sure. obviously run into Tafiti and and, and uh, 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 Tamatoa a little bit would be would be challenging, but I think ultimately uh, Clash of the Titans, Wrath of the Titans, you could you could do any of that. Uh, even the Harryhausen uh, earlier ones with uh, Clash of the Titans and uh, I wish I just about the Harryhausen, uh, Jason and the Argonauts type style. You you could do right. something with Tamatoa to make it kind of fun, and and Jermaine Clement would have to be the voice of. The crab only because his David Bowie is spot on so, in uh, in shiny. So hey, hey, look like a like a real rooster. I mean, are people gonna be mad about that? Well, they might. Be. <laughs> I mean, they might be. And See, ultimately, it's my movie. Or... Hashtag not my hey hey. <laughs> but uh, hey, it's, hey. It's, uh, <laughs> but uh, no. And again, we did want to say one other thing. Uh, we did earlier this week. We posted a picture of some signage. Uh, random signs that were were at the season with Nemo and friends, and we had posted a "Where in Walt Disney World are we?" challenge. Uh, Jordana Izzo was correct; she was all over it and knew exactly where we were. 
and, and you know, props to Jordana. She's a big fan of the show. One of our one of our most valued uh, listeners, I would say. She's she's always interacting with it. She's got a trip planned in a couple of uh, another month or two, uh, so the early September, I believe. So we want to wish her to have fun. Uh, but this is something we're gonna kind of maybe sneak in there once in a while. These random contests. Uh, spoiler alert, guys. We may have one coming down the pike that has a prize attached to it with something we're gonna Ooh. do. Maybe it's share a post. Maybe it's something. However, we do it. Um, but ultimately, trivia contest potentially coming down the pike as well. So things were, again, goes back to our social media outreach that we're doing and, and stuff like that to kind of get you guys engaged in the show a little bit more and, and to kind of make it more about you guys than it is about us. Uh, but again, um, Jordana, you were all over that. Well done. It is at the season with Nemo and Friends. And uh, you you get to, to top of the class this week. Top of the class. So that wraps up Random House of Mouse this week, guys. Absolutely. Thanks, Bob. And that and that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Wet Hot Walt Disney World Summer. Um, and again, as always, if you have any feedback, questions, or comments, please email us at the Disney Diets Uncensored at gmail.com. Or like I said, we have so much social media stuff going on now. We have the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Make sure you find us. You give us a like. But if you really, really, really want to help us, what you can do most importantly is go over to iTunes and give us a written review. That will help us get our name out there more. As you right. know, the higher reviews, the higher the ratings, uh, the higher we get ranked on the charts. Uh, so that that's really what we need from you guys to help us grow. Um, the bigger we grow, the more content we can provide you, the better equipment we can get, all that good stuff, right? Um, so again, head over on Facebook, as Bob alerted to earlier. Uh, give us a like on our business page, uh, the Disney Guys Uncensored, and then please join um, our our family on Facebook for the Disney Guys Ohana. Um, absolutely, please join that. And again, as always, if you want to support us, you can head over to Patreon.com, the Disney Guys Uncensored. Uh, that's where you'll find us. You'll receive bonus content. Like I said, we're starting to upload our pre-show content. Roughly 30 minutes or so, we'll be providing that every week and uploading it there. Um, so again, thank you all so much for all the support and love on Facebook. Um, we hope you enjoyed the show, and thanks for listening to The Disney Guys Uncensored. May Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. <laughs>